Welcome to this space. I'm Jamie. And I'm Hannah. We are moms of color and children of immigrants, navigating the dynamics of our multiple cultures and identities in a constantly shifting landscape. To support ourselves on this journey, we developed a meditation practice that is so easeful and rewarding that we wanted you to have it too. We want everyone to have it. It's like a meditation sandwich. The bread is talking to a dear friend, processing what's going on in our lives. And the filling is a type of meditation called pratyahara, a withdrawal of the senses. Through this practice, we realized that we are a lot like plants. We are profoundly individual, as well as completely interdependent with all life. We deeply feel this while in practice, and that's why we call it vegetation. Now, this podcast is not a guided meditation. We are exploring the ways that we are profoundly connected to our past and future selves and to energies beyond ourselves. We take excerpts from our personal vegetation practice and then revisit them to reflect on what our past selves had going on. This is a documentation of the power of this practice. To take you on this time machine journey with us, we have used tonal sound cues to guide us through. When you hear ascending tones, we are traveling into the future and descending tones take us back to the past. This podcast is real life and we discuss sensitive topics and drop F-bombs. It is a place for courageous storytelling, healing, connection, and even a little magic. Welcome to Meditation in Community. Welcome to Vegetation. Okay, here we go. Let's see how it starts. Muted. <laughs> I just said good morning, sister. That's right. I saw you say it. <laughs> I love your um your photo that you have on your like on your away screen. Yes. Cool. Thank oh, you. Beautiful. I took that. It was like a selfie. Yes. Out in Ohio. I was on a farm someplace and I was like, yeah. I'm trying to have photos of me up that are of my age that aren't like 10 years old. Right. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I, like all of my photos on Tharvada Yoga are just selfies. Yeah. <laughs> just all of <Yeah>. them. <laughs> I had like professional photos done. Yeah. Like now it's been in 2017. Yeah. Right. Like the whole headshot sort of thing. Right. It's hard not to use them because they're nice photos, but yeah, still was a long time ago now. Yeah, yeah. I was, right. I was different. I was a different person then. Yes. Oh my gosh. I was a different person last year. I know. I know. Yesterday? How about I yesterday? Know. How about <laughs> yesterday? Oh, yeah. I feel like the shifts are just like bigger these days, you know? Yeah. Or maybe I'm just more attuned to it. Maybe, I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. It, it feels big, doesn't it? Yeah. 
I definitely know that I am I'm, I'm more attuned in general in like the last year and a half. Just yeah. like getting more so all the time. Hi, good morning. Good morning. We're all here. Oh, hi. Hi, Hannah. Hello, good to see you. Good to see you. Too. Uh, how are, are y'all this morning? I'm good. I'm good. I was excited. I actually woke up early and I was like, oh, I'm looking forward to this. And then I got distracted with something else. I'm like, oh, that's my turn. <laughs> that means that you guys, you're getting uh, accustomed to the 530 then. Yeah. <laughs> mm, maybe not. <laughs> We're like, we always wake up like, you know, we're always excited to, to, to join, you know, to join. Um, yeah. Sometimes the waking up is hard to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some days are harder oh, yeah. than others. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very <Good>. early. <sighs> Although this is, um, according to Ayurveda, this is an ideal time for me to wake up. Hmm. Maybe, maybe that's if you don't have children or, you know, commitments. <laughs> Happy winter solstice. Yes. I'm pausing just to say, um, I just love us so much. <laughs> I'm just so enjoying seeing these wonderful people in love. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just want, um, I wanted to say that for some reason I was having some major deja vu listening to the conversation that you two were having before I got on the call. Oh shit. So when you were talking about the headshots in 2017, I was like, oh, I've heard this before. Like, I know this conversation, like I heard it, like I was, a, I don't know, it didn't seem new, it didn't seem any, it was just like, oh yeah, I know this. It was weird. That's awesome. Another midpoint. The coach um, challenged us to come up with um, like an intention or an affirmation for the solstice. Mm. And one like kind of came right to me. And then this morning it sort of self-adjusted. And I'll share it with you. And then if you know, if one comes to either of you, you know, let me know. Um, so yesterday what came right away was walk through the door of expansion. Walk through the door that leads to expansion. And then this morning, it just kind of self-corrected to walk through the door of regeneration. Because expansion is not enough. It's not balanced enough. Can you say it one more time? Mm-hmm. Walk through the door of regeneration. Mm. 
I think it's um, supposed to be sort of a little guiding mantra for me for decision making. And it's interesting because it's like walk through the door. It's like on you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's for me to take the next step. Yeah. Just take the step that goes towards regeneration. And the door is open for you. It's like, here mm -hmm. you go. Now yeah. you do the rest. Yeah. And the door is changed. Yeah. Ooh, can I pause us for a minute? or I would like to pause. Um, Jamie, listening to that intention and affirmation from winter solstice of 2021, and now we are in July of 2022. What was it like listening to it? Um, have you reflected on that since then? Um, what did it bring up for you? I completely forgot about that affirmation, but um, it didn't forget about me. It's been, it's been happening. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, this this butternut squash hoe out here is like that we were talking about this morning. Like and she did say, she did say butternut squash hoe. <laughs> didn't even see that. She's like, she, she, she is, she is the regeneration. Like my, this garden is the regeneration. The amount that I'm learning about regeneration through this garden and the ways that it's, um, that all of these plants and the soil and the pollinators and the microbial life, the way that they are affecting each other and creating this absolute fucking grocery store out of what was Bermuda grass and compacted clay um, is it's just teaching me so much. Like it is just being in it, having my hands and my heart in it, having these babies in it, having now my husband in it is um, it's a complete regenerative village in itself. And in the sense of a regeneration or a renewal of the self, it's it's a constant, you know? That garden keeps turning me over. That's the first thing that comes to mind. I think that it's just been having a huge effect on my half year, I guess. We're in month seven now, so. Yeah, it's been having a huge effect. And let me share um, a little story that I told you that I told Hannah about yesterday, Jen. Um, I had I had been wanting a nopal cactus. I had one in a rental home a while back, and I just thought it was gorgeous and amazing. Um, years later, I met Hannah, and the nopal cactus is something that's you know part of her heritage but also a plant that is special to her and i'd been wanting to plant one here um as one of the native plants that i want to bring back to this soil and um my neighbor the other day was just like i uh, was was talking about how she was planting some cacti and i was like oh yeah i would love to like plant a nopal one day and she was like oh i have one do you want it it's huge 
I was like, okay, ancestors, I hear you, I see you. And she gave, it's, it's like, it was like two and a half feet tall. Oh my gosh. And um, anyways, that's the Nopal. But here's, here's the regenerative part. So like I said, the soil here is like construction compacted clay you know, um, and the, the soil itself is clay soil, very hard, very, you know, compacted and, you know, very hard to dig out. And we had in, you know, in part of the um, feeding the soil here, um, I, I laid down, or well, my husband laid down for me, um, I think like a couple of inches, like two to three inches of compost on all of the dirt. And that was uh it was in the summer so it was probably like may june july may june july maybe like three or four months ago is when we did this and when i went to dig the hole for the nopal um i couldn't tell where the compost ended and the clay started the shovel went right through i dug um a one foot deep hole hmm. and I, you couldn't even tell that it was clay soil because it had changed that much because the soil life is that powerful mm. um, by just adding a little nourishment and a little love and little magic. So the regeneration, <laughs> it's been here. It's been here, even if I didn't remember you know, my, my cue. I wonder if it's been present for either of you. Did either of you feel like you've walked through the door for generation? Well, I know very specifically, I'm just linking to garden, <clears throat> is that I've, I've been in bliss in my garden this year. And I, I don't think it's ever made me happier, like to just, to tend to it, to weed it, to watch it, to grow, to like have it be exactly what I want and then to let it grow and be wild. Um, I've just been sitting outside. I mean, and, and, you know, for context, my garden, it's like a secret garden in a back alley in the middle of Washington, DC, right? So it's like, nobody sees this thing except for me. And I sit out back in my little chair and I just stare at it. And it has brought me so much happiness. So that feels like regeneration in that I am able to just fill myself up from the joy of just like, it's kind of like job well done. Um, and also just a little bit of work and so much life is there. There are so many things that are teeming in this little tiny alley, you know, and it's, it's also, I've done it for myself because there's no, like, no one's coming around to the back alley to like see my garden. Like it is 100% like for me, uh, Gavin joins in, but I don't know, it's been so joyful. It's like the garden experience I've always wanted, but I've always been striving so hard to get it that I could never really enjoy it and never be satisfied. And I just, it has been 
amazing. So, yes. Yeah, that's what comes to my mind. It's, it's oh. amazing. Yeah. I, th- I think for me, what comes to mind too, um, I, I think as you're both talking about gardening is also the gardening that I've done in the last seven months. And I planted food for the first time. Like we've harvested carrots, cucumbers, blueberries, strawberries. We have green onions. We have other things. And it's all in containers because my backyard is very small. And I think the biggest lesson, or I think when when we're talking about regeneration, my first thought about is life, right? And everything is living and everything is thriving. And I think what it's been, what I've been learning over the last several months is death is part of this cycle Mm. and regeneration isn't always bloom, but it's death Mm. and how something can, when something isn't like, I don't know, watching the plants, like when it doesn't, when a plant doesn't have enough water, it'll shrink its leaves. It'll do what it needs to do to take care of itself. And then I'm like, oh my God, I killed it. Like it's dead. And oh my gosh, like I fucked this up and now it's, I killed something. And then you add water or you talk to it or whatever you need to do. And it come, it can kind of come back to life if it's the right time for it to do that, or the leaves kind of perk back up and watching that dance or that movement is, um, it's been a big lesson for me knowing that like it's it's all a balance it's all a balance you can't be in full life 100 percent of the time or like um at a you can't give it your 100 percent or 90 percent all the time like sometimes you can give it five percent and protect yourself get into that space of regeneration and come back yes go dormant if you need to yes lie down Yes. Take Sleep. a nap. Oh my God, rest, please. <laughs> yes, yes. I have learned time and time again that even when a plant looks D-E-D dead, let me just give it a couple more years. We have, we have these, my parents gave me like this stick from a grapevine that they had. They brought two actually. And um, this was years ago. And I just neglected it and I treated it like shit. I didn't know what I was doing. And I was like, I was also like, um, you know, in, it was a, it was a more challenging time for me spiritually at that time. And so they were totally neglected and I thought they were dead, both of them. Um, it turns out one of them was, but three years later, I finally got it into some new soil um, in its own pot and it sort of pushed out a few leaves and then died again. I thought, I say the word die. I don't know if that really exists. I don't know if that's a real thing for plants, especially maybe for all of us. But um, the next year, which was this year, we had not only a grapevine, but a shitload of grapes. Like we just ate the last batch last night of grapes. They were adorable and super delicious and we grew them from what i thought was a dead stick for years (laughs) you just never know you just don't know 
Shall we jump back in? Yeah. Any last thoughts? I'm, I'm just, I'm so curious about like, because we're going to share, I think, mm -hmm. next, maybe what our own mantras are or our inspirations or, uh, oh. I'm like, what, what did I say? Yeah. Yes. Jesus, yes. I'm like, what's that? What did I say? Yeah. What did I do? I, where is what's this going? going? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Hmm. Oh, I forgot I was going to bring my quartz today. I don't know where any of my stones are. Are they took all, are they borrows the, the crystals? And I don't know where they are right now. I'm sure they're where they need to be. Yeah. What's in your mind, Jen? Oh, I was just thinking. Yeah, I was just thinking about the word regeneration. Mm. And, you know, the typical one I think of is, you know, is, yeah, more balance than expansion. But I was also thinking of re-generation and the, the as we pass things down from generation to generation, <laughs> right? So yeah. my, I was just playing with the word in a little bit of a different way. I love that, yes. And, and, and just how that fits with, working with the ancestors too. And part of the work that we're all doing is re <laughs> redoing some of the generational work that's been passed down. Mm. I love that. I love that. Oh my God. I think that the concept that we've been playing with too, um, the concept of intergenerational wealth um which is kind of a you know the the word came from a reimagining of the idea of generational wealth mm -hmm. so not something that is just about money right but also about you know making sure that what we're creating for the next generation is you know abundance in their understanding of themselves, their connection to themselves, their own self-trust and, you know, and regenerative kind of ideas of, you know, um, making sure that we're tending the cycles of things instead of extracting, you know, mm -hmm. um, and the intergener intergenerational part of it, um, being that awareness that we receive wealth from our ancestors as well and also it being sort of like a counterbalance for um gener intergenerational traumas you know mm -hmm. um but we receive from our ancestors but we also receive from children and babies and you know maybe you know those those parts that kind of get left out those those humans those people those animals and energies that get left out of the picture usually when we're talking about things like this. So yeah, intergenerational wealth. I have like this image of cell regeneration and, and then kind of thinking about Jen, what you said about getting a chance to like redo and 
I think we've talked about this before, Jamie, sometimes, where it's like, you think, I sometimes think about uh, ancestry, like on a lineage, you know, or like a family tree. Mm -hmm. And the way that you just talked about it, I'm imagining as um, like almost like a ball of light. Mm. But it's all together. It's not separated. Yes. But yes. that we're all, I don't know, it's like all, it's like all the same energy. Or right. we're not separated from. And it's like that future stuff that you were talking about, Jamie, and like, like past generations, future generations, it's all like this regenerating energy. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a that's a nice way for me to visualize it too as like just energies as opposed to old people and young people and then somehow I'm in the middle of that. <laughs> yeah. Right. And then the, when the narrative of like you're we're all just like moving towards depletion and death. Yeah. 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 In yeah. this very linear place uh and people can get so caught up on it right like aging being young not being young um yes. it's such a if it's if it's looked that way it's so depressing well, right? yes. but that's yeah. just not it's not the way that it works right it's so fine it's so like fixed as opposed to like growth you know yeah I'm going to go and get that crystal and I want to get the cards that you sent me yesterday too. Okay. Yeah. I'll write that. I mean, I can hear you. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> here. I'm still right here. Energetically, I will still be in the frame. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think the, the other part of it too, that I'm hearing, you know, like heading towards death and depletion, the other linear part of it is that it's almost like we're told, or I don't know, like with the ancestors, like the older that you are, the smarter or like the more wisdom that you acquire, yes. which is true. And yet also the wisdom and the energy of children and right. young or yeah, I think that's one of the other things that I was over the last couple months helping to teach a course at Empathy Academy. Um, and the course is called Soul Tending, and it's all about um, going through the book language of your emotions, and oh. um, and just like all of the all the emotions, the language that goes with it, the deepness of them, and essentially, as you get further in, it's all about mm -hmm. connecting in, doing rituals, setting up shrines, and having oh. them and your ancestors support you through um and whatever else you need to support you through going through the like deeper raging rapids of emotions of the world and uh the last conversation we had with the group was about elders and um elderhood and what does that mean and it's not about your age it's not about your age it's that mm -hmm. you've been through um, and reach the other side of something hmm. and you are placed as an elder as a changed person hmm. in on the other side of a trauma of an event uh, 
a life path or something. And it's not at all about your age because we can have a lot of older people who are not elders, right? Yes. It's like the, the way of immaturity versus maturity. And just because you're older does not mean that you are an elder. And, right. and so kind of, and then just re, just looking at that, like, oh my gosh, there's all sorts of elders. Children are elders, you know, mm. in, in very sort of certain ways that we just diminish. I want to go to Jen's Empathy Academy. (laughs) It's amazing. Yes. It's really amazing. (sighs) Wow. Yeah, I was just reading something about how grief is, um, you know, among many things, it's a door to a deeper love a different understanding of love and that grief is, you know, part of, part of love. It's sort of part of the cycle of love. And it just makes me think of, you know, I think one of the things that can make an elder is going through grief, being put in a situation of, you know, having to move through that and come to that greater understanding of love. Can we pause for a minute? Or I saw, Jimmy, were you pausing too? Or yes. Yes. Go ahead, hon. No, I just, uh, I just want to recognize that there has been so much loss and grief over the last almost three years and that it's continuing. And I mean, this is on top of regular life in which we grieve and lose and loss. There is loss all the time. And and I definitely see that um, grief, uh, Jamie, you, you said something like grief is a door to a deeper love or a deeper understanding of love. And right now it's like, can I really feel that? Or like when you are in the middle of grief and loss or that cycle, it's grief is part of that cycle of regeneration. I I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to think about like, when do I actually feel that? Is it always in hindsight? Is there a way to hold on to that feeling when you're in the middle of grief? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And, you know, going back to all my learning from the garden, you know, I think that for me, Although like I, so I'm somebody who I process grief very slowly. It stays with me for a long, long time. Um, but I know that watching the cycles of life and death and composting in the garden, just the natural composting that happens, you know, 
Um, for me, that is part of my healing. It's healing that doesn't take any work from me. Um, as far as, you know, trying to sit down and meditate or trying to journal or, you know, trying to, you know, um, I can just be aware in moments like this that some of the things that I do for joy and for pleasure are also healing me in these incremental ways. Can I comment here? Of course. Yeah. Yeah. Always. Well, I'm sort of pausing to get my thought together. So, you know, in this uh, little segment we just watched, there was, I was talking about the soul tending class at Empathy Academy. And so whenever grief comes up, I think like, how do we frame it in Empathy Academy and grief? And also how is, what is my own experience with grief? And I've come to appreciate it as the emotion that arises when something is lost forever and there's no going back. And so can you say emotion, that one more time? I, I was... hope I can. Um, the emotion that arises when something has been lost forever. <clears throat> and it helps uh, carry us onward because we're still alive but there is something that is not with us any longer so grief is the emotion that helps carry us and it holds it's so deep and vast and wide and in my experience of it it's the emotion that holds me when I have to let go of something that I'm never going to get back and in a most pivotal moment it's the the thing that says it's okay to let it go you're still here, you have to let it go. You're still here. Um, and uh, I don't know, that's that's like a thought that I wanted to add into grief. And then also in the work, I have also found so much that the grief and joy that they are, they're like bedfellows, that they're together. So joy is the like the happiness and connection of, of feeling one with everybody, you know, the joy of just being in connection with the community, with everybody, with spirit. And that that is also in grief. Grief is connecting you to what is lost in a way. It's helping you say goodbye to what is lost. It's also connecting you to here and now and those loved ones that are here. Yeah. I'm also just recognizing watching this video I had this thought of like, oh, that's who I was before we lost this person. That's who I lost. I like, I'm going back and being like, that is me before I knew that we were going to lose Terrence. You know, mm -hmm. that is me before I knew we were going to lose, you know. Uh, and so that is also like really tripping me up right now. <laughs> Yes. or it's feeling trippy in, in a way it's not making me stumble it's more just really a, a wild thing to be with us back then um, and now we know the future yes I know you've experienced this already because you've done this with each other so many times but it is quite something hmm. to have this sense of like the aliveness and the who we were then um, and then now here we are knowing the future that's coming and these three do not know what's what's yeah. ahead Oh my God, yes. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. 
We know how valuable your time is and we're honored that you've spent some of it with us. Thank you for being part of this movement to create connection to each other through connection with ourselves. We are here to support your wellness and self-empowerment journey. We'd love to remain in growth and community with you here and online. Stay connected with us by following this podcast, hopping on our email list at TharavadaYoga.com, and joining our classes and workshops. And if you'd like to practice vegetation with Jamie, head over to the website and book a private session, or bring along a close friend you'd like to develop your practice with. Looking forward to bending space and time with you again.